Hello, and welcome to Eat the Word. I'm Dave Berry, the vicar at St Peter's Church in Bentley, Doncaster. These podcasts aim to help you spend time with God regularly. In each one, we read the Bible, listen to what it might be saying to us today, and then have a few moments of quiet to reflect. The reading this morning follows on from last week's. It's Matthew 1, verses 18 to the end. If you have a blue NIV Bible handy, it's on page 964. If not, don't worry, just listen. This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfil what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him, and took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. This podcast is being released on the 1st of February, but this is the Christmas story. A birth is one of those times where the difference between men and women is most acute. I was present at the birth of all my children. It won't surprise you to know that my experience was very different to my wife's. If we told our stories in detail, they would have the same ending, but what happened before the baby started crying would be very different. The story of Jesus' birth is exactly the same. In honour of that, the Bible tells us the Christmas story twice. Matthew tells us what happened from Joseph's perspective, where Luke is focused on Mary's experience. Generally, Luke wins a Christmas story competition and gets most of the coverage in the nativity plays. His account is more detailed and has more characters in it, but that doesn't mean there isn't anything to learn from what Matthew wants to tell us. We talked last time about how God is not all about nice nuclear families. In fact, Jesus was born into scandal Mary and Joseph were betrothed. It was like a marriage test year. You were definitely getting married at the end of it, so you were expected to remain faithful, but you still lived at home with your parents, and sex was definitely not allowed. Mary was probably about 13 years old, and Joseph a bit older. As you can imagine, when Mary becomes pregnant, Joseph is heartbroken. The Bible doesn't say this, but I rather expect that when she told him the baby was God's, that only made it worse. He loved her. The marriage is over, but he doesn't want to make a scene. 
He could insist that Mary be stoned as an adulterer, but he wants to end things quietly. I love that kind, gentle side of Joseph. Men are so often stereotyped as macho, proud people, but Joe is not like that. His broken heart can be healed though. Mary hasn't been unfaithful. Joseph is visited by an angel in a dream. The angel tells Joseph that the unlikely line Mary has spun him is true. He should go through with the marriage. All I'm saying is it must have been one spectacular dream. The angel also tells Joseph that the child is to be called Jesus, which means God saves. Importantly, when he wakes up, Joseph gets on with doing what he has been told. So what can Joseph teach us today? Joseph displays some real character in this story. First, we see the gentleness and kindness with which he wants to treat Mary. He's not out for revenge when she shares her interesting news. He's got principles and doesn't want to be made a fool of, but he wants things to be as easy for Mary as he can. If we're honest, most of us find ourselves acting as those who want revenge, or else we let people walk all over us. When we are crossed, we are either angry or accept it as something that we somehow deserve. But Joseph makes a principled decision. He will do the right thing for him and for Mary. It's perfectly possible to be a strong person and a kind and gentle one. After the angel's intervention, he shows real grit and determination. He believes what the angel has told him. Now he acts on that belief steadfastly. People must have been talking about him behind his back. Sadly, gossip is not a modern invention. People must have thought he was crazy, naive, or both. But he doesn't care what people think. He's going to do what God has told him. I'm sure he had some wobbly moments, probably most days, but he sticks with Mary throughout. How often do we avoid what God has called us to do because we're scared of the consequences? I often wish I had given my children some more Victorian-style middle names. Names like Fortitude or Perseverance, which I've spent so long trying to convince my children is pronounced Perseverance that I struggle to say it properly even today. I think Joseph reminds us of the importance of character, kindness and gentleness which the Bible tells us is evidence of God's spirit at work in our lives and the fortitude and perseverance to keep going when life is challenging. I think Joseph must certainly have thought that what God asked him to do was more costly than he could ever have imagined. So now we have a couple of minutes to reflect. Do you need to pray for greater courage to face the future? Perhaps you need to develop some more dogged perseverance. Perhaps you're aware that kind and gentle are not words that people would use for you. Let's talk to God about that now.
Thank you, God, for Joseph's example. Grow kindness, gentleness and courage in our lives to make us more fruitful for you. Amen. Well, that's the end of our second episode. Thank you for listening today. If it helped you, please do share it with others and leave a review or some stars on your podcast platform. If it was no help at all, let us know. Our email address is in the episode notes below. We'd love to hear your feedback and ideas on Facebook or Twitter. You can search on either for at eatthewordDN. I'll be back next week when we'll meet the wise men. So may God bless you until then.